Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. And even though it's the season's over for us, the roundtable must go on. So it's me, Coach Evans, here with the Ravens roundtable. One, we're going to start numbering these additions by the date. So this is 1.23.23. That means January 23rd, 2023. And until we actually get games again and have like a week one, week two, whatever, we're going to name them like that. So that way when you want to go back and say we were right about some stuff, you can but if you need to go back and say we were wrong, it's going to be unlisted so you can't find it. So that's how this is going to work. <laughs> so I'm bringing the panel in. <laughs> I'm going to start with, with Chris. What up? What's going on, Coach? Glad to be back on. Feeling a little better after that loss last week. But, uh, you know, let's get let's get into it. All season time now. Most definitely. Most definitely. Well, the season never ends. It just rotates. What up, Mike? What up? What up? What up, everybody? We told y'all we was going to be here, and as you see, we here. Let's get it. Next up, Hendo. What's going on? Is it? Pretty much. Nice shirt. Oh, yeah, you know, it's that LBHT, Sudanese, and Egyptian-like cotton. You know what I mean? It looked brand new, too. Ain't no wrinkles in that joint. It it, is. Listen, when I say it came fresh out the pack today. (laughs) That ain't got a wrinkle at all. That no. is a nice shirt. Swimming. What up, fellas? What's so going on? So this is obviously the format's going to change a little bit. And um, just going to give you an overview of what we're going to do. And then we'll get right into it. We're going to talk about, and in no certain order, we're going to talk about the Ravens team awards. We'll do a team MVP, just like we did the midseason. Team MVP. Offensive player of the year, defensive player of the year, offensive rookie of the year, defensive rookie of the year. We'll talk about uh, the candidates that they've interviewed so far, and then we'll talk about the four playoff games from this weekend and and just get each other's take on it and, and go from there. Everybody cool with that? Yeah. Yep. Let's dive right into it. I would like to start with the postseason awards and get that out the way. So um, I'll give the the award, and then you guys say who you want to or should be. You know, you kind of, you know, give your reasoning why, and then we'll go from there. All right. Let me get situated. Here we go. Here we go. All right. Uh, we'll start at the bottom. Matter of fact, Hendo, I got a DM. And well, it, told, it, told, it told me to make sure to make you apologize to Travis Jones. And so I asked him, what for? And he was like, because he was an NFL defensive all rookie. So there are people in the Twitterverse looking for your apology to Travis Jones because he made the all-deep, all-rookie team, or the NFL all-rookie team, not the, the PFF and not the sports writers, the NFL version of the all-rookie team. And and just so y'all know, he ain't the only one made it. He made it, Linda Bond made it, and um, I uh, Hamilton made it. Oh, I'm sorry. And that means you, you also owe EDC an apology. Everybody on here, if he... He had three rookies on the, you know, he's going to ride with this. This is going to be one of his best drafts. It's going to be on his resume. It's on his resume. <laughs> it's going to be on his resume. Team picks. <laughs> is, uh, is Tyler Huntley Pro Bowler going to be on this resume too? I mean, <laughs> I, you mean you Tyler Huntley that outperformed Josh Allen? That Tyler oh, Huntley? Oh, man. Oh, yeah. Yeah, not a good day for my boy. Not a good day. <laughs> But uh, apparently, people, you're not getting any apology. An apology, oh, so no, I was giving an apology. <laughs> oh, Everybody else jumped in. No, you paused for a minute. I'm like, oh, what are you doing? I was, I was, I was <laughs> oh, listen, I, I apologize. Listen, Travis Jones outkicked his coverage. He 
made the all rookie team. He moved the needle and took us to the division. Of, oh, wow! He 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 made the rookie team. <laughs> hey, that's enough for me. Apology, apology. He's a lot better than I thought he was. Was he worth the third round pick? Definitely not. Who the hell runs Good. in the NFL? Nobody but us. Good. I ain't want to make oh. it. I just I'm trying to you know be a man of the people. You oh wait, that's what, what we do. That's what we do. Think you know what apologies are, but that's cool. Like if Travis was watching, I don't think he got out of that what uh, that commentator was looking for <laughs> to get out of that. Listen, I apologize. He's better. He's a lot better than I guess I gave him credit for. Yeah, they um. But anyway, we'll talk about them at another time, another day. Defensive rookie of the year for the Ravens. I start with you, Chris. Oh, uh, it's, it's got to be Kyle Hamilton. Um, you know, head and shoulders above any other rookie. Uh, you know, he played significantly significantly more snaps than any other rookie on the team. And, uh, you know, he started off a little bumpy, but the way he ended the season, the confidence he was playing with toward the end, um, I, I think the arrow is definitely pointing up. So um, I, I give it to, to Kyle. Mike? Kyle is... <sighs> I, I, I'm gonna go different. I'm 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 gonna say I'm gonna give it to Linda Ball. I think he said defense. Think, defense. defense. Oh, different. Oh, defense. I'm sorry. Defense. Don't defense. mind me. I've been working a lot. <laughs> um, yeah. So and then I gotta give it to Kyle Hamilton. Yeah. Kyle Hamilton. I mean, um, everything Chris said. You know, started rough, finished strong, and and I think I'd say I give him the last six weeks or so, last six games. Um, Plus the playoff game, man. He 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 looked like a different player. Um, we'll see what we got. I mean, if we if if the rumors are true that Chuck has played his last game with us, we'll see. You know how he fits into that role full time. But the way they ended up using him, um, it, it ended up working out for him. He he became a solid blitzer. Um, you know he he was downhill guy. Made some you know made some tackles there. Big play in the playoff game, obviously. So, yeah, I'm going to go with Hamilton. Kendo? Um, Defensive rookie of the year for the Ravens, I'm going to go with Travis Jones. (laughs) He was a third-round pick that made the all-defensive rookie team. (laughs) So he wasn't expected to do that, so I guess we're going to have to put him up there. He wasn't a top-15 pick. You know, he was stout against the run. Listen, I joke around and I kid, but listen, he he did his thing. He may not have made splash plays, but he held up against the run. Um, yeah, I'm going to give mine to Travis Jones. Apology. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to go David Ojabo. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> you know who I really thought he knew was going to say? Jordan Stout. <laughs> if, he played de- if he played defense, I had to give it to him. Yeah, I, yeah. obviously, uh, Kyle Hamilton. He had the highest expectation, right? I mean, you get drafted that high, I'm going to put uh, that expectation on you. Um did a good job, right? Did a good job. I mean, you you can't you can't really expect more from uh you know from a rookie uh, at that position, and you know, and and to kind of compare him to to who we had here before, right? That that's just an unrealistic uh, comparison. But I thought he did he did really well uh, for us, um, and he's one of our better defensive players. So yeah, I'll give it to him. B. 
Yeah, uh, definitely Kyle Hamilton. Uh, we said at the time, you know, good player, bad pick. That's kind of a theme with Baltimore. But I, I thought that he was a, a, a great prospect. And, and like you all said, over the course of the season, uh, he really came on and, and played well. And I picked the same person. I thought that, um, you know, normally the rookies have that year one jump to year two. I thought Kyle Hamilton had that in his rookie year. Like like maybe game nine or ten, he started to be a different person. Because well, I guess you couldn't get any lower than what happened in the Miami game. But he started to actually yeah. not only just be out there and be a safe guy, be out there, be a guy that could make plays. Starting with that um, that strip fumble uh, that Marcus Peters picked up, that's when his game, to me, started to turn around and he started to be uh, an asset, not just being out there because he had to be. And I, I saw one publication listed him as a slot corner with the all-rookie team. But mm. naturally, we all know he's no, a safe. That's a lie. Yeah, we all, we all know he's a safe. They just needed to get him on that. I think it was PFF, but that tells you how stupid PFF is with, with some of their <laughs> metrics. So um, let's go on to Offensive Rookie of the Year. We'll start with you, B. Uh, this is going to be Tyler Linderbaum. Uh, you know, he, he came in from day one at a position that kind of historically has been tough for Baltimore to fill. And, you know, he had his ups and downs, as any rookie will, but I think he brought a, a good deal of stability uh, to the to the old line of that center position that they haven't really had, uh, especially in recent years, with the, uh, the 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 snap fiascos that have been going on uh, in Baltimore. So it's it's going to be Tyler. Jose, same for me. Tyler in the bomb. Another person that I had high expectations for. Um, no, no first round uh, center has never made it to their second contract. All right. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so, so I expected him to come in and and, and start out hot. And uh, yeah, I mean, look, he had he had his down moments. Obviously, you know, like you, you have your rookie moments, but overall, did a really good job. And like B said, like historically, we just have a, a hard time filling that position. But I think we we have our guy. That's a, that's a position we're not going to worry about for years to come. Mm-hmm. So I'm really happy with that pick. I'm glad we made that pick, and I think he's holding up well so far. You know. It's got to be Tyler Beatty. <laughs> no, of course. I mean, of course, it's Linda Baum. Um, that was the pick that I wanted at fourteen. Uh, like like Jose said, no center has not made it to that second contract that's drafted in the first round. I think most of them have all been Pro Bowlers at one time, if I'm not mistaken. Mm. Um, he struggled very rarely, but he was a rookie center going up against some of the biggest names in the NFL. Right. So I think that this is one of the one choice is that the Ravens knock the park out of. Or knock the park. Yeah, uh, you know, I kind of gave it away in the last segment <laughs> at the wrong time. But, yeah, I think Linda Baum, um, you know, the way he played against um, Hayward, uh, I thought that, yeah, I thought that that kind of showed, like, all right, yo, this 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 guy's tough. You know, he's, he's game. Um, somebody like that. You know, it's easy for you to get shaken up, you know, and being a young guy and being shook. And, and, and you know, for the position he plays, he is slight. Mm-hmm. He's a little little on the smaller side. So um, the way he stood up to that, you know, I think, you know, DJ Reader, hmm. um, he kind of gave him some work. But he but he I, I seen some things in that matchup as well where he didn't back down. You, you looking at. Uh, you're looking at a Pro Bowl slash possible All-Pro type player across from you, and uh, the fact that he didn't back down, man, that said enough for me. Chris? 
Yeah, it's, it's a clean sweep for Linderbaum. Um, you know, I had my reservations. Uh, you know, Mike just said, you know, how, you know, slight a frame he is. And, you know, playing that big boy football in the AFC North, you know, that's going against DJ Reader, Cam Hayward, like he said. You know, that's no easy task. And, and I felt like, like everybody else said, he had his ups and downs. But, you know, he rose to the occasion. And, you know, there's reason to be excited for, for him going forward. Thanks. And I got the same person. Uh, he's he's what I thought he was going to be. He um, excellent in the run game when you're running uh, zone schemes. Um, the only thing he did better than I thought he would be was the gap stuff when he had the down block. But what I will say is the coaching staff, one of the few adjustments they made, they let him pull a lot because he was more fleet of foot. So when they didn't have a one technique that he had to down block on, it was like, forget it. The guard just do that and you pull. And so they they kind of helped him out. They adjusted the game to his to his, to his to his style of play to, to make him play better, to put him in better situations. Whereas they didn't do that for the whole team, but they definitely did that for him. And so I, you know, the only time people really whooped him, I thought, was when you had a zero technique and it was pass rush. Other than that, he that, that zone stuff. He was he had some perfect moments as far as hand placement and running his feet. And like like y'all said, if if we can sign him on that second deal. You got a guy that's going to probably anchor that spot for 10, 11 years and be effective at it. Let's go on to um, defensive player of the year. Defensive player of the year. Or do you want to do MVP first? And that way we can still kind of have our defensive guy. I want to do team MVP first. Do and then want, go to offense defense. Want, we want to go just, just talk about how much we love Lamar. <laughs> right. <laughs> I, I don't – <laughs> Who else could you possibly give it to? That's an easy one. Yes. Hey, we'll, we'll do that one last then. Uh, defensive, defensive player of the year. Because I wasn't thinking Lamar. Oh, okay. okay. Oh, okay. All right. All right. I wasn't thinking Lamar. Right. Right. The only one. Okay. I probably am, but I wasn't thinking Lamar. Uh, defensive player of the year. Um, Chris? Uh, I'm going to go with Marlo. Uh, I, I thought Marlo was consistent, the most consistent defensive player for the year. Um, mm-hmm. You know, he had a few little ups and downs. But um, I think for the most part, he was the most consistent guy there and, and you know, played at a high level this year. You know, he made, made the Pro Bowl. Uh, you could make a case he could have been an all-pro player. But, um, yeah, I, I thought Marlowe definitely was the, uh, the full-time season MVP, defensive MVP. Mike? Yeah, my, I, I like Marlowe, but I'm a – I know, I know y'all – I know we're going to get some – some oh, booze and, and, and casting and, and come on, and Mike. Do it, Mike. Do it. Give do me, it, Mike. Give me my man PQ. Do it, Mike. Do it, Mike. That's what I'm talking about. Uh, give me my man PQ. I didn't okay. think he was going there. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> the way PQ adjusted and silenced all the critics. Hey, that second half of this season, PQ played well. He bought out. And I think to show um for where he for what we need him to be and where he's headed, right? To try to get that that fifth that fifth year option picked up. I think he he made it a hard decision on the on the on the Ravens. It is no question he gotta he they have to pick it up in my opinion. So PQ bought out. I know y'all ain't gonna like it, but PQ is my defensive Ooh, player like of the year. This year. I like it, Mikey. I like you it. You know too. what I'm saying? I like it too. Follow that up, Hendo. Huh? Oh no. Well, can you put can you put up 
Dave or Alice comment. Hold on. Please. Oh, wait. That's a good one. That's a good one. He was the best player on the other team. Most of the year. Except, now we'll say, except for that last game. Yes. The last couple That's not going to. I wish that that uh, OA would have showed up all year. For real. True. Um, okay. So, at first, I was going to go with Marlo. But somebody persuaded me to change it to Roquan Smith. Now, to Mike's point, if it wasn't for, if it wasn't for Roquan, PQ would not have upped his game. Because before – listen – I know you say he started to play better. I disagree. He played Listen, better mm-hmm. before before Roquan got here. He did, and I give you that. But when you go, when you're in school, and you go from an F to a D, yeah, you got better. But how much better did wow. you get? A D? I'm not, I'm like, no, 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 no. That's not what I'm saying. You went from failing to passing. <laughs> that's, and that's that's not the grade I'm giving him, but that's what I'm saying. You can go from bad to better and still not be really good. Mm-hmm. He has not lived up to a first round potential. Will you agree with that, Mike? This year, I think no. I don't. But he, but he's played. He's played better now. I, as far as I, team, I, I think he did this year. Yeah, me too. I, I think. I think he. I think he made himself a lot of money, whether mm-hmm. it's with us or Come somebody on. else. You know. You know why? You know, you know why he did? You know why he did? <laughs> you know why he did? Hendo stopped talking about PQ after around week six or seven. Like he just, he just didn't have anything to say anymore. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> Yeah, actually, I gave him some props a couple times, and did. every time I gave him props, the next yeah. game he messed up, so I stopped talking about him. <laughs> <laughs> every time I'm like, Yo, PQ out there, ball. This season is over, you don't have to be hater Hendo anymore. I'm not hating on PQ, I wish that man the best with whatever new team he goes to. I hope he go out and becomes an all pro. What I'll say this, I'll say this, Hendo, his, his mistakes. Became a little less glaring. True, true. After a while, like you know, it. where it was at first, they were sticking out. Like it was like, all right, bro, you, you look lost out there. And when did that happen? When someone when who came? No, oh, no. I mean, yeah, he had a good stretch before he got there, and even when you know his, his mistakes weren't like I said, they weren't. They were a little less they glaring, weren't as bad as and they bad. weren't as big as they were before. Like you know, he started to catch the ball when they hit him in the hands. You know what I mean? Like it was it, he stopped outrunning the play. You know, he would miss a tackle here and there, but he he for the most part, man, he he turned it on in my opinion in the second half of that season. I ain't taking up from him. He played better, but listen, one two punch Tonja, better get used to. Listen, EDC needs a second round pick. And Chuck ain't fetching you no second round pick, so <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah, and she said, "Ro, Ro made, they all made mistakes. Nobody, everybody, everybody made mistakes. Yeah, yeah. but but, but, but Roquan got a hundred When they play, when when Ro had his bad game, PQ had his bad game. Hmm. Yeah, the bad yeah. game, the bad game they had since he was on the team, they had at the, the same. I forget which one it was. Pittsburgh. Still, both of them had bad games. So. Mm-hmm. And since Patrick Queen was playing better before Roquan showed up, it seems like maybe he's the one who unlocked Roquan. <laughs> he didn't play well. Roquan fell down. Okay, Devin in the party. Look, look at him in the face. <laughs> maybe if this version of Roquan showed up in Chicago, they would have paid him. Oh. <laughs> Hot takes. This version of Roquan oh, no. exist. I don't know, Tanji. You did. <laughs> we just picked it. We just picked it. Say, say your guy, Hendo. Did you say? Yes, Hendo? Roquan Smith. Roquan. Okay. 
Indeed. Jose? Yeah, I'm going Roquan. <laughs> um, <laughs> PQ is not a bad pick, though. It's not a bad pick, but I'm, I'm going Roquan just because just the the mindset of the defense just changed when he got there. Like, it was immediate. The mid, They traded for him, and they played New Orleans. They were off to the races. Mm-hmm. Hitting much harder. There was a greater sense of urgency out there, and that carried all the way into the playoffs. I mean, the way we played the Bengals, man, like, that's the style of defense we haven't seen here in years, right? That, you know, we, we needed that person that's just going to be out there and be like, look, follow my lead. Right, I'm gonna I'm gonna put this hit on 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 somebody. Y'all need to match my energy, type of thing. And um, you know, I don't uh, I don't I don't like uh, our team dishing out hundred million dollars to a linebacker before our quarterback is paid. But he is worth the money, in my opinion. Um, so like just just in a vacuum, uh, you know, I think that that's you know he he he's worth it. I'm I'm glad he's on the team. Um, you know, we'll, we'll discuss uh. You know what that means for the rest of the team later, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he's my guy. He's my guy. B. Uh, for defense player of the year, I'm going. Uh, I'm going with Mike. I'm going with Patrick Queen. Um, going to say he he played much much better this year. I like the Marlon Humphrey pick. I thought he had a great year, but you know Queen led the team in tackles. He had one fewer pass defense than Marlowe, one fewer interception than Marlowe. He had 14 quarterback hits. Uh, I think he played really well all around. And, you know, I, I can't give it to Roquan just because he was only there for half the season. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And that, that, I'm exactly what you'll be. I, Roquan did did bring that energy like that. But I I, got, I personally got to go with PQ because not only because I like him, but just he was a different person from the first two years. And he, he meant a lot to to what they did defensively. He made And he made a bunch of splash plays too. A bunch of, a bunch of TFLs, picks. Uh, running people down and yeah he you know he overran some people and did some things but as far as consistency played every game I, I gotta go with with PQ cool so we got what one two three for PQ you got Chris who'd you you went with you went with Marlo, Marlo. Marlo. Uh, Jose who'd you go with Roquan Roquan and, and Hendo and Roquan mm-hmm. cool cool that ain't a bad ain't a, that's three that's decent decent players and hopefully they'll be around for a while we hope we hope Fat chance, but we hope. <laughs> come on, coach. come on, coach. You know, I said fat chance. You know, you know. Offensive player of the year. Oh, oh, oh! Before we move on, go ahead. Um, go ahead. Somebody in the chat put Marcus Williams. I think he would have been my pick if he didn't get mm-hmm. hurt because the way yeah, he yeah. was playing. Somebody said. Somebody said yeah. if he didn't get hurt. He would have been because he, he started off with what, three, four picks in the first two games or something like that. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. If he, he definitely, if he didn't get hurt, he was on track to probably had a a, a, a career year. Like him, yeah. you, you know how to one pick. of the picks in, in the game where he gave up like eight touchdowns too, though. <laughs> <laughs> you know who I would have picked if he if he uh, could just wrap up just a slight slightly better, Justin Houston. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was about yeah. two sacks away from from being the guy in my book. True. You know who and else then, had a, had a I huge got, impact? I, I got big Reg pick for him too. Not today. I was gonna say, uh, shoot, what's my man on the edge with the gold shoes? Not Tyus. Oh, Tyus, Tyus. Tyus had a huge oh. impact when he came. When he came back. When? When he came back. Yeah. But uh, they had a nice rotation going. Let's go. Uh, offensive player of the year. We'll Here start we with have. you, B. Here we have. You know, I wasn't. I wasn't going to give it to Lamar because, you know, kind of the same reason with Roquan. He wasn't there the whole season. Mm-hmm. 
And I started looking around, man. And there, <laughs> like I, I went, I went to Pro Football Reference to try and find somebody. somebody a decade didn't play the whole season. Right. I, I just, it's it's Lamar. And, and I mean, and that roster is disgusting to look at. So they, they got they got some work to do. It's, it's Lamar on my landslide. Jose, just just a change it up. I'm gonna say J.K. Dobbins. Um, that that last injury, man, like it changed him. It, I mean, they they must uh, they must have went in there and worked on his eyes too, because his vision is oh, yes. completely <laughs> different, man. And no, he didn't play a whole year, which is why, like you know, we, we wouldn't really give it to him. It's, it's Lamar, but just I, I just I just gotta get his name out there. I'm gonna go with J.K. Dobbins because the way he ran, he's absolutely right to be angry to you know that he didn't get the ball mm-hmm. um, in that playoff game. We would have won. Give this man the ball. They had no answers for him. Yeah, and up, JK. Mm. So are we going with the narrative of not played the whole year, played the whole year. It's up. It's on you. It's because it's, it's, okay. it's, your, it's your pick. It's right. your, your, your standards, your parameters, and whatnot. I mean, it's, it's got to be Lamar. Look what he did for this team, and look what we did without him. Mm-hmm. I mean, if not, if not for that, I could see why people are saying. Mark hold Andrews. on, hold on, though. Not to cut you off. Remember, we still got a team MVP too. We, oh, what's the difference? No, there is a difference. Oh, okay. I just want the offense for the people that didn't win already. I just want, I just, just wanted to let y'all remind you that. That's all. Oh, I, mean, I remember when I said when I said about starting with the MVP, y'all was like, well, "Is it you know how we had that little?" So, oh, we still got another one after offensive player of the year too. But go ahead, I'm sorry. I just wanted to make put that out there. Be good, coach. Mikey, <clears throat> I'm gonna go with Ronnie Stanley, man. Um, mm. I think Ronnie. Coming into this season, man, it was looking like all right, he might not ever play again, right? <laughs> we don't know what we're going to get out of Ronnie Stanley. I mean, um, it was a rough stretch to get him back on the field. You know, we didn't know when it was going to happen, but I think when he got back on the field, he looked like himself. Um, you know, I, I see there's a lot of people out there saying it's, it's, it's not many choices, and that's correct. Like, it's not many that finished the whole season, that played the whole season or whatever, but I think Ronnie was a pleasant surprise showing up that left side because I was surely, surely concerned. Now, don't get me wrong. In that playoff game, he was getting beat like he stole something <laughs> a little bit, you know. But it happens to the best of them, right? Everybody. But I, I, I think I think him coming back, showing that, okay, we can, we can take a deep breath on the left side and know that the left side is shored up again, I'm going to give it to him. Chris? Ben Powers ain't bad pick. I was thinking that too. Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna go with. Um, I'm gonna go with Lamar too, because you know, just by his absence, you see how important he is, Jeez. and you see the 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 effect yeah. that it had on the whole team. Um, but I think you could also. Uh, somebody just said it. Ben Powers. You could go with either one of those guards because I think they both <laughs> play well for the season. <laughs> Good morning, Graven. We don't say that name around here anymore. Uh, yeah, so I'm gonna go with Lamar. Uh, I'm going with Lamar too, just simply because it's he is box office. He prime time. He is what we need on the team. If we had Lamar right now, we'd still be playing. Yeah, we'd still be playing. And I know if if was a fifth, we'd all be drunk. But mm-hmm. if he was healthy, 
we'd still be playing, especially with what the defense did on that back end of the season. Um, and last award, team MVP. We start with you, Chris. Uh, team MVP. I'm probably uh, it's gonna be the same answer, Lamar. He he's the man. You know, he's the the one that that you know makes this engine run. Uh, and we see we saw what happened when he was gone. Like just how how it stalls out. It's it's not the same. And uh, you know, I mean, everybody's main concern for the offseason is Lamar. Will Lamar be the Ravens quarterback? You know, and for valid reason, because we see how it looks when he's not there, when he's when the man is not, you know, piloting the, the offense. So, um, yeah, it's Lamar for me. Mikey? Man, you know what? I, I got to get a team MVP to Mark Andrews. And I'm going to give it to Mark Andrews because he, listen, <laughs> that brother, for what he went through this year, <laughs> of losing his quarterback and then having to deal with, you know, a, a second string and then a practice squad quarterback, it, I, he held it together fairly well to, with all things considered. Um, so I'm going to give him the, the MVP because, look, he, he stayed upbeat. I mean, it would be easy for somebody like that to lose their lose their mind, you know, having to answer questions about that and, and try to stay positive. And I think he did well with that. His numbers were solid. Um, with the like I said, all things considered, he missed what? What did he miss? Two games this year? Well, one they held him out just because. Yeah, it, yeah, it was meaningless. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm gonna go with Andrews. And up. It's got to be Lamar Jackson. Um. He he, we see what he means to the team, and we can't overstate that. Um, even with the five and a half games that he missed, he still was our leading passer. He still was our leading rusher, as usual, and he just gave us a preview of what's to come next year. So it's got to be Lamar. Jose, yeah, Lamar. I mean, this is gonna be a clean. Well, I don't think it's be a clean sleep because because coach, coach has something else in mind. But yeah, Lamar. Um. And yes, he he's easily could have been the the offensive MVP as well. I mean, we're average. We, we average what twenty six points or twenty five points per game before he gets he he goes out, and then mm-hmm. after after he goes out, it's down to like thirteen points per game. But didn't it seem like four points a game? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean that's yeah. that, that that that's that's all Justin Tucker if we're being real. But I mean, look, I know we played well in that that playoff game, and um, you know good performance but if we're being honest i mean this is just a bad team without lamar mm-hmm. if you had to play this whole season a 17 uh, uh week stretch how would this team look not not particularly good so i mean he's he's everything to this team it doesn't matter what you put on that defense that's why we say hashtag defund and defense on our channel so much because that defense is never going to carry the team the way lamar does all right hold i'm sorry b yeah no it's definitely lamar uh <clears throat> to jose's point you know Without Lamar, this is just a it's a scrappy bunch, right? <laughs> they 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 go out there and they and they play hard and they play physical and nobody wants to play them, but everybody beats them, right? Like that's the kind of team Baltimore is without Lamar Jackson. You put Lamar Jackson on the team, and and everybody in Baltimore is thinking Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. So I mean, it, it, it's it, it, that's that's about as clear as it can be that he's the MVP of the team. And to to I'm shocked to hear Mike. 
going with the with Mark because, simply because I, I had him in mind as like my most disappointing player for the <laughs> offense for having having played the whole season and not clearly being the offensive MVP. But <laughs> you know, that's all right, I guess. He had an all right year. Yeah, mine was uh Marlowe. My team MVP with Marlo. Uh crappy last year to me. Uh this year he bounced back and you know he was he did his thing for and played he played played every game, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. And just for what he did and you know, people a lot of people stopped throwing at him. And it, it could be partially it's because of who was on the other side, <laughs> but people they stopped throwing at Marlo. No matter, like, even with that, that Bengals game, or whoever was on that side, they just threw to the other. Mm-hmm. Again, partially it was because who was over there. But that to me, that's respect for Marlowe. And, you know, there are metrics out there that say he didn't give up a touchdown. Um, you know, there's, you know, how they go. If he around or if he could have played, made a play mm-hmm. or something, because I could have sworn the Dolphins game, he was right there and could have knocked the ball down for a touchdown. So, But there are metrics out there that say he didn't give up one. But for his consistency throughout the whole year, Played every game and held it down. I, I'm going with Marlowe for my team MVP. That's why I, I had Lamar as the offensive MVP. Okay. All right, we're good on that. Hey, put in, put in the comment section. And if you're watching later, put in the comment section your postseason awards. And they, the people are that's here now with us live, they're doing that anyway. So that's why we know we got a good chat. They don't even have, we don't have to prompt them to do stuff. They just start doing it and have a conversation. So I appreciate you, chat, for, for joining in, in the convo. Um, and honestly, if we if we keeping it a thousand bucks, that's why I left this up there a hundred percent, thousand percent. This is probably Tucker for MVP, probably. But it just you know, him get he didn't get as many chances as he should have because of the head coach. But I think if we keep it in a book, Tucker would have Tucker was the most consistent for the most part for the past what 10 years. So he could be in the conversation, even if he ain't that guy, he could be in the conversation for, for MVP also. All right. Move on to the Ravens offseason offensive coordinator search. So I have two names that I know we've interviewed. There's word that we've interviewed five, but I couldn't find the other two names. And with all these people buying check marks, I really didn't want to put names up there that come from <laughs> unreliable sources. So um, the, I have two names, and I'm sure you guys got names too. Obviously, one of the names I got is the guy that's behind Hendo. That's the Broncos OC Justin Alton or Alton. That guy. Um, what what do you feel about since you got him up there, Hendo? I'll let you start with. It. Yeah. Oh, um, I feel like he's gonna be the next hire as offensive coordinator. Listen, they rushed 205 yards in that last game. John Harbaugh loves it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now with the, with the Ravens running back. With the Ravens running <sighs> sickening. Um, but in all seriousness, I believe I believe he he's going to be highly considered. I know that um, the Ravens are kind of throwing out the smoke screens of oh we're bringing in this pass game guy, this pass game guy, and it's fine and dandy, but you can't change who you are. Mm-hmm. You can't change what you like, and for some reason, being that he is a run first guy, John Harbaugh likes that. But to me, I don't like it because. His offense in today's NFL averaged 16.9 points a game. They were 32nd in offense in the NFL, so right. I, I'll pass on that. Okay. Yeah, that's facts. You want me to comment on that guy? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, thank you. Okay. <laughs> uh, no, no. All right, Chris. 
Um, yeah, it's a no for me, but um, he was only the OC for two games. Yeah. So he wasn't the OC well, for the whole true. year. So right. I, I give him a little leeway for that, but still no. No. Mike? Yeah, nah, I'm on the same train I was last week. I I need somebody that I can trust in here. It's something different, right? If you go, if you go, come in here and be, be a John uh, puppet. I don't want you. I don't, I don't want you here. So gotcha. nah, and it's it's definitely a no for me. Definitely, they like Hendo said. Uh, who was that say about the ranking? Was you? Was that you, Hendo? Yeah, they thirty second. Yeah, so no he had to at least be on the staff. Listen, he was K- a part of it. KJ so. Hamler, Court and Sutton, Jerry Judy, uh, Albert O, uh, Dolchik. They had yep. all those people and averaged 16 points a game. That sounds like what we went through last year, so I don't want none of that. Mm-mm. Ain't gonna bang my head up against a concrete brick. <laughs> uh, next guy, the Browns pass game coordinator, Chad O'Shea. B. <sighs> It's gonna be another no. Thank you. Uh, I think, you know, I, I think I think what they're, they're they're trying to follow through on their word and say, hey, we're gonna cast a wide net. We're gonna talk to everybody. I saw a report that they are really focused in on the three guys that we mentioned last week in right, left, which and be enemy, uh, which I still think is the way to go with an experienced offensive coordinator. Uh, this guy from from Cleveland. I don't know how long he's been in Cleveland, but. I don't remember their past game ever looking like something I would want to replicate on my team. So mm-hmm. it's going to be a no. Gotcha. Chris? I'm going to keep it short and sweet. No. <laughs> Mike? Nah. <laughs> it don't. I, I, don't want, I don't want anything for Cleveland. <laughs> Jose? Nope. Okay. <laughs> Moving on. All right. So those were the two names that I could like actually find from reliable sources. Mm-hmm. There are people that threw some big time names out there, but I don't know if we've interviewed them. Who are who do you guys know that we've interviewed? Wait, did they, they well, requested did, interviews? They requested interviews with uh Zach Robinson, right? Was that and uh Dave Canales out of Seattle? Okay, and um, I had another name here. Uh, the, the uh, Zach Robinson. Who is, who is Zach Robinson? <laughs> Zach, Zach Robinson. He's a, I gotta, QB, I gotta, he's, he's a QB coach for uh, the Rams, right? Rams. Yep. Okay. Yeah. That's the hot name that I've been hearing. I just yeah. he was where uh, from. He was Dez's uh, QB back in the day in college at Oklahoma State. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, with with him being part of that Rams tree, I you know, I'd definitely be somebody that you could take a look at because <sighs> their their scheme. I don't know how much of it he would run, but I. I'm a fan of, it, especially with a lot of the outside zone stuff, and with us having Linda Baum and our guys at the ta- the two tackles that can move, I- I'd be a fan of it. At least somebody take a definitely ain't no straight no like the first two guys. Yeah, yeah. No, I think he's an, he's an intriguing coach. Uh, I would still put him towards the the bottom right. of the list. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, he 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 became their pass game coordinator as well this year. Uh, he's been a wide receivers coach in the past. Uh, I remember mostly. Uh, Chris was saying from Oklahoma State, if you remember uh, their coach Gundy going on that rant about <laughs> that was their quarterback him. being fat. No, he, he he was the guy who came in when they benched the fat quarterback. Oh, okay. <laughs> He's the after I'm a man. I'm 40. Right. Quarterback. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody else want to come in on Taylor? He good. He's good at the end of the bench, at the end of the ball. Yeah, and the ball. Yeah. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. What was the other name you, you spoke of, B? Uh, Dave Canales is the quarterback coach in Seattle. Uh, so he 
and I worked with with Gino. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Don't know a whole wow. Wow. Gino, I don't know. I don't know why you hate Gino Smith so much. What did Gino? Well, Smith yeah, what did Gino do to you, Hendo? What did he do to you? I don't hate. Did he Gino not give Smith. you a jersey too? Nah, nah. I don't hate Gino Smith. I just you, you know. hate Gino Smith more than I've ever seen. He's been with Seattle since 2010. He was the wide receivers coach for seven years, then quarterbacks coach, and then pass game coordinator, and now he's quarterback coach again. Uh, and you know, you look at Seattle; they, they've they've always gotten a lot of production out of their wide receivers. You know, even when they were undrafted guys. Uh, apparently, apparently, they made Russell Wilson. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> and now they they, they uh, resurrected. Uh, you know, he res- they resurrected Mike Williams' career all way back when. They resurrected Geno's career. So I mean, he this guy may have something, but again, you know, if, I, if it's me, he's at the he, at best in fourth after those three guys that we mentioned before. Gotcha. And who would be the fifth guy that they supposedly have actually interviewed? Like there uh, are three names I'm going to throw out there. One, James one, Urban. Oh, <laughs> I think I think they actually interviewed. There's a lot of names that's thrown out there, right? Like Eric B. Enemy, Byron Leftwich. Those are, obviously those are two names that stuck out to me. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it was the enemy Leftwich, and another Frank Wright. Uh, Frank, Frank Wright. Them are the three, yeah. three names I really want to talk about. So we can forget them other guys. Let's talk about them three. Uh, be enemy, what you think? What, well, hold on, is this it is that guy with a Slovic from Slovic, Slovic. 49ers? Mm-hmm. They he has seen to have a lot of people behind him. Um, didn't they didn't they mention one of the uh, one of the Phillies guys? As, I did, Brian Johnson. Yeah, yeah, I was wondering if I they did. requested. I did, I don't know what I don't know if they've officially done anything, but I mentioned Brian Johnson they last did. week. Yeah. And a lot of a lot of fans have talked about Johnson also. Yeah. And yeah. and Slowick. And Slowick. Yeah. So those are those are two names that, you know, could be could be something. But yeah, but after what happened this weekend, Panthers fans have decided it's gonna be Shane Steichen and head coach and Brian Johnson, the offensive coordinator in Carolina. So y'all can move on <laughs> from that, I guess. <laughs> I, 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 I guess. No sir. Appreciate you, Brandon, for dropping the, the dub. He says, keep dropping that content on both channels. And the other channel that he's speaking of is called More Sip the Tally, where I just dropped a, a film about um, Bryce Young. Dropped it today. Appreciate you. Appreciate you. B, um, so out of those three guys, let's, mm-hmm. let's, let's, no, let's, let's say four. Let my, let's go five. We go okay. Frank Wright. Okay. Um, B, Enemy. Mm-hmm. Um... Who's the other guy in that three? <laughs> right. Uh, Leftwich. 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 Leftwich, Slowick, and Johnson. Who you got, B, out of them five? Well, and just take the Panthers out of it. Who, like, wow. Okay. <laughs> just for this. Take the Panthers out of it. Let's get some buckets uh, real news. <laughs> <laughs> Who would you pick out uh, of that group? So, honestly, I think it might be Frank Reich. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's that's simply because you know th- those top three guys, Leftwich, Reich, and uh, and B Enemy, are all you know they're they're all kind of one A, one B, one C for me. Right, mm-hmm. and I think I would take Reich if I'm Baltimore, simply because the other two guys are going to be you know, Leftwich in particular is going to be gone with a head coaching job. You know, once if he gets a hold of Lamar, right? Mm-hmm. The Enemy's still obviously looking for a head coaching job, and I don't really think that at his age and having already had a a stint as a head coach that Frank Reich is going to be going anywhere anytime soon. So I'd want the guy who's going to bring, you know, not only the experience, uh, and, stick and, with you. Yeah. And be able to, you know, to, to improve the past game, but he's going to bring long-term stability. I would think. 
So that would be that would be my pick. Jose? Yeah, B's kind of taught me over to that side of, of it. <laughs> um, but I'm going to say Eric B. Enemy. I'm a huge Leftwich fan, right? Mm-hmm. If I knew any, any of these coaches was going to stick, I would, I would go with Leftwich. Uh, I think Leftwich is, is a one-year uh, office coordinator, and his name will be out there again for head coach. Mm-hmm. Now, now, if we want to get rid of Harbaugh and put him in that position, I'm, I'm good with that. But um, all things considered, I, I don't think Eric Bieniemy, unfortunately, is going to get a chance at head coach unless, unless they. I mean, this is highly possible that they win a Super Bowl again this year, He's and they, man. yeah, they, or, yeah, either they step down or they just tell Eric Bieniemy, look, here's some more money. You'll be the you'll you'll be the uh, the coach in waiting. Mm-hmm. That those things are, are are very possible, and then you know we won't we won't be talking about Eric Bieniemy. But okay. if if they don't bring him back, uh, yeah, I think he can come here and he'll just be our coordinator for a while. Endo, who man, yeah, you know, B, B gave me something to think about. Um, I would like to have a coach in here that is going to be eight for the long haul. Mm-hmm. Um, I would like I would like Frank Wright because you know what he did with Carson Wentz, but I just think John Harbaugh would feel a little bit too threatened by him. So that's not happening. All right, the enemy is a is a good choice. Uh, the guy Johnson up in Philly, what he did with, with Jalen Hurts really intrigues me mm-hmm. because he and Lamar have the same kind of skill sets, even though Lamar is a lot better than him. I think maybe depending on how much input he had in Hurts' success. I know bringing in A.J. Brown kind of did a lot for him, but I would probably have to go with the enemy. I just think that being under that Andy Reid tree, his offensive playbook is going to be a little bit more exotic Mm-hmm. And he's going to have a lot more schemes and concepts because if you watch Kansas City, they'll do four plays just to set up one play later on in the game. Right. We right. don't do set up plays. We just go out there and run what we run. And I think just for us to, to actually have conceptually mastered the offensive side of the ball, we would pro- I would probably have to go with our enemy. Chris? Um, I'll probably lean more uh, towards Frank, right? Um, mm-hmm. I, th- I think there's – uh, more balance with him, like as far as being able to run the ball and also pass the ball. I think with uh, Eric Bieniemy, you know, the Chiefs have they've never really been well during the the Reed era. They've never really been a team that can run the ball effectively. They got great passing concepts and all of that stuff, but you know, I would like the Ravens to be more balanced. Uh, obviously, point. you know, and then you got Byron Leftwich too, and. It's kind of the same issue in in uh, in Tampa. They've never really been able to establish the run like that. Like they'll be able mm-hmm. to have games here and there where they sporadically, you know, get those big games from you know Lenny or whoever they have there. But um, I, I want a guy who has a track record of being able to have a balanced attack, and and I think that that's what that's what I would like to see in this in this system, and uh, and and also somebody with play calling experience. I mean, those mm-hmm. guys that you mentioned earlier, you know, none of those guys have play calling experience from the, the earlier guys. Now, I'm not talking about the enemy or, mm-hmm. or Byron Leftwich. Um, I want somebody who has experience calling plays, whether it be at the NFL level or at least college level, you know, call be the offensive coordinator somewhere at a high level. And uh, those other guys that's, you know, passing in coordinator, that's cute, but I want to see somebody <laughs> with play calling, a, a track record of play calling. The thing is with that, Chris, a lot of guys that call plays are waiting on head coaching jobs. That's why you got to yeah. get a lot of the passing game coordinators or the, the receiver but coaches see, or stuff like that. A quarterback that's, why I like, that's why I like Brian Johnson from mm-hmm. uh, from the Eagles because mm-hmm. he was uh, a coordinator at multiple places. Mm-hmm. 
So that's why I like him because there's at least a track record there of him being able to call plays and being able to go through a whole season of being in situ different situations. You know, these other guys that have just strictly been assistants, you know, that, that kind of gives me some pause there. Um, was, um, I had a question. Uh, Eric was he the was he the offensive coordinator when Korean Hunt was there? Not sure. No, That's what, that was a minute ago. I'm not sure. Oh. Wasn't that Nagy? Is that Nagy? I believe so. Okay. Okay. Um, me personally, and B, you you did give me something to think about uh, sort of with the right uh, as far as trying to have somebody here for the long haul. But before you said that, the guy I was thinking was was Slowick. And Slowick to me, because again, we love to run the ball. And so mm-hmm. we, you know, even we want to get more balance. We do want to pass the ball better, but we still want to have that 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 run that run game mentality and just have something to build on it, some play action passes or some some other stuff to go with it. And what the 49ers do in their run game, it, that's that's it's beautiful, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's I was watching, and this was I was watching um, uh, Trent Williams versus Michael Parsons, which is what I'm working <laughs> on. And but also while I'm watching them two, I'm having I'm watching the whole game from the all twenty two perspective. <clears throat> and man, what the 49ers do in their run game, man. And, and other than Trent, I think our whole line is better. Other, other than Trent, yeah, you, know, you, you think uh, you think the the ops better than McGlinchey? Yes, I'm talking, no, I'm saying the, but, but, but what is as a whole? McGlinchey is trash. Did you see what Michael was doing? That man one on. Yeah, I know Michael's a, a transformer, but I'm just saying that's embarrassing. So, uh, I, I, I so think as a whole, our O line is better than them, with the exception of Trent. Trent's awesome at 34 years old. I, I don't know how that man doing it. He's a monster. So did we did we just uh do the work for the Ravens brass? We we got it narrowed down to Frank Reich and uh and Slowick. Probably Brian Johnson. But Brian Johnson? Eric Bianami yeah. was the coordinator in Kansas City for the second year with Kareem Hunt. Okay, uh, and okay. Then, and then Kareem left. Well, I don't Kareem know got why. in trouble. Yeah, he got uh, no left. Yeah. He got in trouble. <laughs> well, well, no, he 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 left because he lied. Not oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. The um Blackula said the OC from Georgia. And I I I Munkin is okay. But people scream and complain about us running multiple tight end sets. Mm-hmm. They cannot have watched Georgia game, Georgia's games, and still want him to come to Baltimore. Cause that's because nineteen and zero for Georgia don't come off the field, and both of them tight ends, or eighteen and zero, because and both of them tight ends. Mm-hmm. And, they, and they had three at the beginning of the season too. They sure did. They sure did. So. You know, people keep throwing monkey name out there. And I ain't saying he's not a bad guy. I'm not black. I'm not saying that's a bad choice. I just wanted to throw out there that he runs a lot of multiple tight end sets. And we a lot of us complained about tight end sets and whatnot. So just saying, just saying, just saying. Um, let's get into these games from, from last week, from this weekend route. Two. Um, I do want to give you a brief history on Brian Johnson, too. Um, Brian Johnson played at Utah. Most people know. Utah at that time, Urban Meyer was the head coach and Dan Mullen was the OC. And then that's how Brian Johnson got attached to Dan Mullen. So when Dan Mullen started getting jobs, Brian Johnson started being his quarterback coach. And that's how he started working his way through the ranks. And like I didn't even know he had made it to the NFL. Last I knew he was at Florida, 
with Mullen. I didn't even know he had made it to the NFL and was working with those guys. So looks like, you know, he's done a good job of hitting his opportunities and working his way up. And now he's being, you know, mentioned for what, what Harbaugh called the best job in the NFL that came open, according to Harbaugh. Now they don't keep Lamar. Right, right. Oh. That, and that's the reason he's saying that. Let's see, let's see. Let me get to these games. The first game, I, off the top of my head, let's talk about um, Buffalo and Cincinnati. <laughs> um, thoughts on that, Chris? What What could have been? <laughs> what could have been? Um, yeah, man, it, it was it was ugly. Mm-hmm. It was one of those ugly games, and you know it was hard watching that as a Ravens fan. And, and you're like, damn, that's how Buffalo was going to play. I mean, you mm-hmm. obviously it's not you know never going to be the same thing, but the way they just looked, the defense looked horrendous. Uh, the offense was just off all game. Um, yeah, it was it, it was not not pretty to see and and for us to well not us for the ravens to go you know toe to toe with the the Bengals and essentially be three yards from taking the lead in the fourth quarter is that was that was a tough one to watch so uh yeah that 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 really sucked man but hey i'm glad uh i'm glad buffalo's going through it right now right <laughs> i'm glad right. they're going through it i'm, I'm gonna just throw this number out there about the game four for 35 was that, that third downs? Mm-mm. That number one receiver they got. That was in stats. Oh, four catches for 35 yards. Yes. That's why he started out the locker room. That's why he's like, bro. That's why he was yelling at Josh Allen. You know, apparently they got a running back, a quarterback over there. <laughs> How about that? They, they, say, about that? they say that man went to his car with his equipment on to leave. And somebody, yeah. and somebody went and brought him back. Duke Johnson. Then he Duke Johnson. Then he left, mm-hmm. he left again. <laughs> Mike, what you think about that game? So, hear me out. I want I want y'all to go back a couple years, okay? Right? But you're thinking caps with everybody. Hear me out. So, remember the Marvin Lewis Bengals? Yep. When they would win 13, 14 games a year, get to the playoffs, first round, exit. And you know, I would always say I got a running joke with a friend of mine. He's a Washington Nationals fan. And I've been to the Nationals won the the World Series. I would say, you know, same thing with the Nationals, right? They would win a hundred million games and get to the playoffs and they would lose. And I would say, yo, the Nationals ain't nothing but the Bengals of MLB. I would also say the same about our beloved um Capitals, right? We Capitals would be first place all year, get to the playoffs, first round exit. Yeah, We ain't nothing but the Bengals of the NHL. Buffalo is becoming the old Marvin Lewis Bengals. <laughs> they run the table all year long. They the favorite all year long. They supposed to make some noise all year long and then get to the playoffs. And whether they make it, last year they got damn close, right? Mm-hmm. They, that, that was one of the best games we ever seen. But they never get over the hump. And they retool every year to make that run, to get over the hump. And they haven't been able to do it. So they this was the first offseason, right, in Buffalo where even the fan base. And I got a lot of love for that fan base. They show a lot of love 
for you know that team who you know who's solid, good team, right? They in the mix of of a deep run every year, and that fan that fan base is pretty cool. They are, right. but this is the first year I've seen after them having an exit like this that the fan base is actually going off. Like they 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 going at some people. They going at the coach's head. They calling for McDermott's head. You know, some people questioning the old line now. Some people questioning Josh Allen. And that's pretty new for them. So, ultimately, man, I don't know what they missing because they seem to have everything. <laughs> I don't know what's going on there. Uh, but they just seem like they can't get over the hump. Now, shout out to the Bengals, man. The Bengals went in there and punched them in the mouth, right? Mm-hmm. Straight up. You know, once they when they drove down the field that first drive and they scored, I was like, ooh, you know what? These cats is here to play, right? This this gonna be one of those games, and they ain't scared, and they ain't here. They don't care that it's snow on the ground and none of that. They here to play. So shout out to the Bengals. As hard as it is to say that, you know, they punched them dudes in the mouth, and and they got Buffalo rethinking a lot of things right now. What that is, I don't know. But they they that fan base and that organization is. They're perplexed right now on because this was supposed to be their year. NFL should should find the Bengals for wearing that white and that snow. And <laughs> <laughs> you know? they, they thought they had an advantage. Yeah, <laughs> um, for me, this game was a love hate type situation. Um, I believe myself and Jose were the only ones to pick the Bengals to win. If I'm not mistaken. Um, listen, the Bengals did what the Ravens should have done last year so to speak, they are down to their third, fourth, and fifth offensive lineman. And they look pretty good because their offensive coordinator schemed properly to give them time to make their plays. Look, they ran what they run for, 170-something yards mm-hmm. against that defense. Um, like, like, they, like somebody said during the game, I didn't see most of it because I was at yeah, 40. But um, when you got backup offensive linemen in there, the best thing they can do is run the ball. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They, you know, normally if you're a backup, you probably your pass protection is probably what's hindering you. If you made it to the NFL, nine times out of ten, for the most part, you can run block, right. and that's what he, like you said, he adjusted and and did, and they yeah. got two good running backs. They do, they do, and I just, and it's just, you know, I think that Buffalo's defense is getting a little too much of the blame mm-hmm. because the offense put them in a situation where they stayed on the field constantly. Um, the reason that I hate this, hated this game, is because. Josh Allen's not getting the just desserts that he receives from playing this way. Because had that been Lamar, it'd have been like, oh, man, you put up 10 points. You did this. You missed wide open receivers. But they're Mm -hmm. saying, oh, Josh Allen doesn't have enough weapons. Josh Allen's offensive line is bad. Like, they're making every excuse under the sun for him. But listen, they were picked to be the Super Bowl winners. They were picked. Josh Allen was picked to be the league MVP. Sure was. And they shat the bed again. And I mean, you know, Mike they said the Buffalo. They did, and Mike <laughs> said it about Cincinnati. Buffalo is another franchise that kind of makes it to the precipice to the to the top, and they just don't get over that hump. So mm-hmm. it was a good game. But one thing about all four of the teams that made it to the conference finals, all four of those coaches are offensive head coaches. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna just say that horrible. <laughs> okay. Yeah, look, it's tough, man. Um, Look, I, I like Josh Allen. You know, I like that Bills team. Um, but I'm not mad that the Bengals won, man. It keeps the pressure on this organization 
to see a division rival make it that far. Mm-hmm. Um, and honestly, at this point, I mean, all the teams are left. I mean, you just look at who they have at quarterbacks, right? I mean, you're not going to you're not going to get far without what you know without a quarterback. Um, you know, Josh Allen had a bad game. You know what I'm saying? Like that that happens sometimes. You you put together a great team, and you know they just don't show up when you need them to show up. But long term, man, the Buffalo set up to make multiple runs. Like I know Buffalo fans are are, are upset this year. They felt like this was their year. They were close last year. But you'll be right there again next year. That's what happens when you put together a a, a well run team, and you know you, you give yourself multiple chances to to make runs. I mean, look at Kansas City, right? Mm-hmm. Fifth straight year in the AFC Championship game. That's what happens when you put together. You, you, that that's that's setting yourself up for multiple runs. And yeah, they they've had some success. They've they they've choked a couple times, but they're always there every year. That's what I want this Ravens team to be mm-hmm. like. A balanced team, yeah. No, no real stars on defense except for Chris Jones, and they got some some Frank Clark. nice pieces around him. Frank Clark not a star. He's, he's a good he's, player, he's but pretty, he's, no he's better than most. Mm, okay, I'll, 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 I'll listen. I'll, I'll take him. But I'm just saying they they didn't they got they, they I mean, pretty balanced with the exception of because they, they they've got a team full of number two receivers, true. but they got Mahomes and, and Kelsey Jones is a beast, and, and Ke- but Kelsey is different. <laughs> Kelsey and and right now, I'm gonna go ahead and say this. Last year, I was proclaiming Mark to be the best <laughs> statistically tight end in the league, and you know that was a little BS on my part because I was trolling. <laughs> but statistically, he was he had the best numbers. Statistically, Kelsey and and, and Kittle, they different, they're, they're, and they they're, show up in the biggest games. What? Them, them two cats, man. Who next? <laughs> <laughs> Jose, Jose, my bad. No, nah, I went, I went, I went. Did you? Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I think Buffalo's issue is that they try to have Josh Allen do everything, and they don't need him to. Uh, you know, they had Devin Singletary had 11 touches for 62 yards in the game, but it was only 11 touches and only I believe it was like five runs. You know, mm-hmm. and and you know, Josh Allen led the team in carries, led the team in yards rushing. And you just you don't you don't need to play that way. Like you have Stefan Diggs, you have Dawson Knox, you have Singletary, you have James Cook. I mean, even not Naheem Hines, you can get him out mm-hmm. there and get him a few catches. Gabriel but they Davis. just they just don't do it. Yeah, Gabriel Davis. They just didn't do it for whatever reason. I think they I think they fell in love with the idea of Josh Allen being the MVP and being the man, and you know he he could do everything. And they they just kind of. You know, they, they read their own press clippings a little bit and they just wanted that to be, you know, they wanted to manifest that, right? And, you know, everybody kind of had this thought about it was going to be Mahomes and Allen like it was, you know, Manning and Brady. And, you know, it looks like he's he's more of the uh, the, the flacco on the outside that maybe you get, maybe you break through every once in a while, but you're not going to be the guy who's there every every single year, mm-hmm. you know? So they, they need to rethink some things this offseason and, and try to retool and, and and uh, and get themselves back on track, and let James Cook start. Definitely, definitely. definitely all I'm gonna say about that game is all those things that they wanted for for Josh Allen that you guys said earlier in the playoffs. He was outplayed by Tyler Huntley. <laughs> no, he no, he wasn't. <laughs> he, didn't, he didn't. He didn't stick the ball straight up in the air. Statistically, a, a stick, turnover is a turnover, no matter where you get it from. And Huntley turned it over twice, and he and his his turned directly into seven, and it was the seven that lost out of the game. Mm-hmm. 
Mm. At, at least where, where's Josh begin. Allen at now? You know that Homer Simpson meme, patting the couch. <laughs> Him and Bart, come on with Josh Allen. <laughs> sit down. Come on, come on, sit with us. I, I, just, I, I just can't abide more, more Baltimore just, just delusion with, with Tyler Huntley. Can't do it. Hey, can't do it. He, he had the sun shines on the dog's ass sometimes. That's the sun shining on Huntley. He had a better playoff run than Josh Allen. <laughs> <laughs> Next up, did Cowboys forty nine. Josh Allen won a game in the right. I'm this, 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 this no, against coach. the Bengals. No, I'm talking about against no, the Bengals. Oh yeah, yeah you were about to say this week, and then you realized Tyler already played this week. Coach, hey, yeah, I was gonna say this week. <laughs> hey, coach, hey, coach, I'm gonna yeah. I'm, I'm tell you what Joy Taylor said. They still lost the game. Why don't we talk about all this extra what could have shoulders and how we look versus how they look? We still lost the game. Because it wouldn't be great TV slash YouTube. <laughs> if, you <laughs> if you think about it, all the four letter networks do is what ifs. That is Analytics. True. What ifs. Yeah, that is so true. It is what it is. We what wish. If we, what if we had wish. an offensive we, we, we mind wish, coach? We wish a quarterback would. That's what we had. We would wish, wish Creed. I wish for a new We head wish head we head. had an offensive minded quarterback. We wish we had a different um, head coach. Yes. Lord. We wish our quarterback wouldn't get hurt because we had a tight end block and a, a premier edge guy. I wish my general manager could draft. That too. That's a good wish. Hey, 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 he got three on that, that team. Three out of 11. Relax. Relax on yeah, 11 DC. shots at it, though. So they're going to come around in three more years when Lamar gone. <laughs> and then we were like, yeah, we could have just had this three years ago. <laughs> Let's go to the next game. Uh Cowboys 49. Um Jesus. I actually walked in the door as this game was kicking off and um started out good. Dag went to Dag. I felt so bad for my sister. <laughs> her, her husband's a 49er fan. And so that household was, you know. <laughs> Did y'all expect something different? I, I actually thought they had a change. Because of their defense. Because they, yeah. yeah, they, they, they should did. they should have won. Except Dak played like Dak. I, I, I'm, I'm Dak, just, Dak. I'm done. I'm, I'm done with the defending Dak and telling me that he's better than <laughs> they think he is. He played, he played like, <laughs> he played like absolute garbage. I saw like, I, I said on our Discord, like I'm convinced he was playing blind. Like he was just throwing the ball directly to San Francisco on the last drive. You know, when they were on their own, like six or whatever it was, they called that rollout. And my man rolled out in his own end zone, t- tried to turn the corner and ran straight into a 49ers defender. Yeah, like, like he was just like he wasn't he didn't even know he was there. Like I don't know what the he hell. You didn't see this big red jersey coming at your face. That's I, I don't know what his problem is, but uh that is hundred percent on. He him. didn't even need to do much. That's a crazy thing. He didn't no. just just you know, don't give them the game. Mm-hmm. He's like, I can't help you. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it changed when Pollock broke his leg. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That sucks but you still can't. You you can't take Pollock being out of the game for those throws that he made. Listen, he had two interceptions, but he should have had four. But I'm saying they they, they could run the ball. Pollock Zeke ain't giving nothing. True, yeah. but some of the throw, but the throws that he threw, like he he had he had it was one play he had Ceedee Lamb wide open in a flat, just like yo. Give me the ball. He's decided to go across the middle and, and got in a set. Like, Dak, listen, his name is not no longer Dak. It's Dakota Rain. Yeah. This is Dakota how we will address him. This is how we will address him from that one. Dakota Rain. 
<laughs> you do sound like a porn star. I, I, I will say this. <laughs> if, if, don't you step a foot in the Mississippi. Because <laughs> they love themselves some Dakota rain. I mean, ain't nothing wrong with that. But he's not hes not as good as everybody makes him out to be. He's like that. He's solid. He had a bad, he had a bad game at the end of a bad year. Really? So out of his last, what, he had two turnovers at least in eight of his last nine games or something like that? Like, okay. But one of those games was great. Yep. Oh, against the Bucks defense, right. Uh, a team with a losing record. Gotcha. <laughs> Mike, Chris, if I want to elaborate on the 49ers Cowboys. I, you, know, you know what? I, I'm not as hard on Dak. You're not as hard on anybody, Mike. I, 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 look, I think, I think Dak, look, he, he didn't play. Dak didn't play great, right? One of those interceptions, look, the, the, the ball was tipped. And like, no, no. Well, that joint went in the front warning. Like he threw a 49er. And he threw it to He threw it to the 49 and he tipped it. Well, I mean, either, look, that, that catch and the way the ball popped in Fred Warner's hand, I'm like, all right, like, look, I can't. Look, That's only because the first guy dropped it, Mike. Not, right. I mean, he, he has no argue over details. I mean, so what about that last drive? But he threw it straight to Fred Warner, but he dropped it. Well, I mean, that's, sorry for Fred Warner. I mean, he the ball. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? What about what, that first pick where he just he saw uh, he saw his man blank? Now that first that first one. Like, Let me throw that, a rainbow over in that direction. That, that first one was like, <laughs> all right, bro, what what are you doing? But look, that's not that's not forget that 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 Forty ers defense is a top, if not the best defense. I in think the it's league. the best. So I think it's the best. He, he was going up against. A tough task, right? And 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 he didn't make them work a goddamn minute for it. Well, he I'm did. just saying, like they they would have made any. I feel like they would have made just about anybody. Maybe not look that bad, but they. How about, how about, how about you, Jared, going, how about Jared not, Stidham in 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 Las Vegas? Cut him up, backup quarterback to score 34 well, points. Well, on well, but they, and then the next week, and then the next week, then the next week they gave up 40. Like mm, they nah, both said, already. He he said he said he's like, well, we we slept on Jared Stidham a little bit. Yeah, they look. Had they had they took it seriously. That I don't care happened. if you slept through the entire game. He can't put five hundred yards on you. <laughs> See now, <laughs> y'all, now y'all think about Jared Stidham. Stidham the MVP. He he had a he had a he had a tall task ahead of him, right? And look, when you got Bosa and them boys running down on you like that, yeah, you're gonna be a little skittish in there. You're gonna throw the rock. You're gonna get it out. You know what I'm saying? Not to make no excuse for him, but I'm not taking anything away from that defense that they were playing against. I think the Cowboys played them. All things considered, it was a good game. It was a close game. They were in the game the entire game. Right? Like, I, uh, like somebody just meant put it in the chat box, but it seemed like a Ravens game. The defense was yeah. holding them, holding them, holding them. The offense yeah. wasn't helping them. Well, yeah. you know, Dallas defense isn't a slouch either. That's what I'm saying. Right. The, the, Dallas defense was holding San Francisco, but right. Dallas offense wasn't doing nothing. And, and then and, it just and, broke. And he got and your third, and your by, third the seventh, by the seventh round rookie. Yeah, yeah. the third string. Yeah. Right. Now, I had an argument with uh, a guy on my other channel because I said I, I put out a video about Brock Purdy, and I said that Shanahan making it easy for him. Mm-hmm. And I saw a dude came in, and he was asking to come in. I said, I think Trey Lance is – more talented than Brock Purdy. And I think Jimmy G is more talented than both of them. Now, they both have bigger upsides than Jimmy G, but I think Trey Lance is more talented than Brock Purdy. But how you only saying that? He the man that won six games in a row? I was like, but think about this, dude. And I kind of cut it off because he just wanted to debate. Because he went, he say, when you guys run out of ammo, uh, something like that. I was like, so you say you guys, that means you did this shit before. So I ain't, I'm through with this conversation. Mm-hmm. But – um. Trey Lance obviously got hurt early, but Kittle was hurt, and they didn't have McCaffrey. 
Mm-hmm. They, those two dudes change an offense by themselves, yep, not to right. mention having Debo and the other stuff you got. Right. So it's, it's, it was apples and oranges because Purdy got the, the entire complement of the team. Trey Lance did. And then like Jimmy Purdy, G was yeah. already starting to thrive when they, when they picked up McCaffrey, when Kittle mm-hmm. came back. Jimmy G was starting to thrive until he got hurt. So Purdy just yeah. got in. Mm-hmm. You know, he just – This is, he this is just, this is just he's, a garden menu of – yeah, this, this yeah, this 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 is a Gardner Minshew argument. Gardner Minshew was a hot thing <laughs> a few years ago, you know. Like, like, like we we always do this. There's always one guy that goes on a, a win streak for the, the team that's stacked, and everybody's like, "Oh, he's the man." This is Tim Tebow, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, this the you know all these guys until they get a full season with somebody and they play like we, we knew they were. Bob Purdy, I don't think is is anything special. He's doing a great job. It's a, it's a great run. Um, but next year it's going to be Trey Lance. They traded yeah. up uh, to the number three pick to to draft Trey Lance. They're not going to give up on him um, after after he got hurt, you know, in his rookie season. Mm-hmm. Um, nah, man, like it's a good run for Bob Purdy. Go ahead and flip that for for a first or a second round pick and let the other team deal with those consequences. You know, you know who who Brock Purdy is. Brock Purdy is the quarterback from Friday Night Lights. You only need to exist in the time it takes to get about McCaffrey, Debo, George <laughs> Kittle. Yeah, yeah. 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 Trading yeah. for Christian McCaffrey is what turned them from a non-playoff team to a Super Bowl contender, right? And like you say, they, they make it very easy for him. He he has to complete passes to wide open receivers. They ran. A, and, are, and you, even, are you are you ran a curl route last last night? It was nobody within five yards of him. right. And, and and it's not even it's not even downfield. He had 19 completions and 14 of them were under 10 yards. Like it it's get the ball to our playmakers as quickly as possible and let them make the plays. The 72 yard touchdown, a uh, 76 yard touchdown last week was a three yard throw. Yep. Yep. So she the pass to Kittle last night. Right. Yeah. Kittle had, had to, Kittle had to make a great play to get that mm-hmm. ball. He was not like he threw it. He threw a uh, on track pass. Agent E. Every time you argue with me, Agent E, you're wrong. I just want to point that out. <laughs> they, they, they put him out there with a bunch of of, of great playmakers, mm-hmm. you know, playing on the other side of a great defense, and they say, "Don't f it up." And to his to his credit, he hasn't so far. Good, yeah, good for him. But but it, you know, he's not Pat Mahomes or, or Lamar or anything out there. Right. Like he's not the one running that show. Going he's no, he's no Tyler yeah. Huntley. He doesn't have command of that offense. I would say Randall's a um, a Fortnite fan. He he makes he made some throws, but for the most part, he, they were, I mean, open stuff. He he did oh. make some throws. He he, he ain't can, he ain't trash trash, but he ain't he ain't so, what the, what the other guy was making it out to be. I mean, I don't I don't think Purdy's trash. I think he's doing a great job with yeah. what he got, and you know. If, on a rookie deal, he'll he'll be probably be surrounded by good players and great players. Look, so I don't I want, think he trash at all. I want to ask Randall because I, I you know, he he's capable for him hard. Um, put Bro, your, he already put, came out saying you're a 49er fan. I you know, look, listen, you know, our brother's a 49ers fan. Like, I mean, look, be? put you, put your no, our, our older brother, <laughs> our older brother. Uh, put they your money where your, where your yeah. <laughs> <laughs> put your money where your mouth is. How much would you pay him? Mm. Right. How much would you pay him? Because he's a seventh round pick. I'm not sure how, how, the how last long his pick. contract. Yeah, the last the pick. Last. So I'm not sure how, how long you got him under contract. But when it comes time to extend him, how much money are you willing to pay him? Put Three your years. money where your where your mouth is. And don't come with this, oh well, you know, uh I think 30 million per year is fair. No, are you willing to pay this man 50 mil per year? You, I mean, you're talking like he's that guy. I said he got him for four years. 
Four. Okay. Yeah. Three more. You, you can extend after two. Mm-hmm. He and, said and, nothing. <laughs> but you, but you know what? Nothing. That's what and I thought. <laughs> one thing. One thing I will say: the 49ers are in a damn good position right now. Right. Because neither two, one, all, both of the quarterbacks are on rookie quarterback or on rookie deals. So they don't ha- actually have to make a move at all because they're not paying a lot for those guys. So we'll see. I mean, I, I think that if this with this run, right, that he's making, he has to be in the mix of a quarterback competition, I think, at the very next year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I don't I mean, we don't know how Trey had a serious injury, so we don't know if and when he's gonna be if he's gonna be back in time or not. Right. Uh, but I, I'm not like I'm with you, Zay. Like I, I see, I, I personally see, you know, the Tyler Heineke, you know, with that craze <laughs> when he jumped in and you know he was looking solid. I kind of see that, you know, oh he almost beat Tom Brady and the, mm. the the Bucks who weren't playing hard at all in that playoff game. But you know, I kind of see that. But don't get me wrong, I give him a little bit above that. They're winning. He's not making any mistakes, uh, even though, even though Diggs dropped the interception and hit him right sure in the did. gut. But right. was, that ball was tipped too, though. Don't count that. Hey, but it was, but it was tipped by the guy he threw it directly at. <laughs> exactly. Right, right. He, now, he did throw it. Yeah. Now he threw some balls in dirt too. Now he threw some dirt balls yeah. intentionally. <laughs> but um, that's that's the forty nine of that scout. Let's move on to the Eagles, and um, who the Eagles play? Who the Eagles whoop? The Giants. The Giants. The Giants. Giants. <laughs> Giants. That was a butt whooping. That's that's what I got to say about it. Anybody else? Yeah. Daniel Jones is who we thought he was. Yeah, it's going to be real interesting because a week ago it was man sign up Saquon and Daniel Jones for for whatever whatever it takes. It's going to be real interesting to see what they give those two guys now. (laughs) Chris, Mike, Hendo, anybody? Man, that was garbage. Straight up garbage. (laughs) Um, You know, I I turned that game off so fast I couldn't tell you what happened in the second half. Facts. Uh, it was terrible. I was like, "All right, it's, it's UFC time. Let's turn this off," because it, it was just, <laughs> it was just bad. And it, it, it started off bad from the get go when they went for it on fourth down. Mm-hmm. Once they did that, it was over. Once they got stopped, that's it. it. It was like, "This is this game is done." Like that's what it felt like. And and the Eagles put their fro- foot on their throat and they didn't let up not one bit. Mm-hmm. And that's what you're supposed to do. You get them down and you keep them down. That's what good teams do. And hey. lastly, the Chiefs versus uh, who the Chiefs play? Jacksonville. 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 I think I thought Jacksonville would would give them all they could handle. Mm-hmm. Had Mahomes not gotten hurt, it probably would have been a blowout the way it was headed. So yeah. I think his lip his limitations kind of let Jacksonville hang around longer than they were probably were going to or supposed to. But um, we'll talk about it in a second. It was it was okay game. It was okay game for me. Anybody want to comment on that? Because I really want to get to the picks for next week. It's okay. Yeah, yeah I mean, go ahead. B. No, I was I feel the same way about Jacksonville as I do about the Giants, which is yeah, okay. You know, it 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 didn't end the way you wanted it to end, but it was a great season for both of them. No mm-hmm. no reason to be upset for either one of those teams, right. uh, particularly Jacksonville because they have their quarterback. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a little different in New York, but I mean, they they both had outstanding years, and and you know. Now the 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 real the big boys get to move on. I think well, I think Jacksonville got a lot of momentum going into next year. Listen, they get Calvin Ridley next year, so mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. we'll see. If he stays and off the maps, do they um <laughs> what what they pick situation look like? Anybody know? <laughs> but not not necessarily where they pick, but how many do they have? 
Um, oh, at one point, they had a bunch. I don't know if they still got them. That's a good question. I don't know. All right. But on, on, on the Chiefs side, I give um, Andy Reid a lot of credit because when Mahomes went down, he made – you mentioned it earlier, Coach, when you talked about making offense easy. And mm-hmm. Chad Henney came in, and Chad Henney is like my father's age. So <laughs> to make it to make it easy for him and to be able to keep the, the team on track and have that long drive because things could have went south real mm-hmm. quick and that whole momentum could have shifted. But Andy Reid made everything easy for him, and they, mm-hmm. and they were able to stay on track and just feed feed your best players. Mm-hmm. They fed Travis Kelsey, you yep. know, and that that's what you got to do, and that that's what makes Andy Reid such a successful coach for like the last twenty years. Right. Shout hey, out to Eric Bieniemy. I'm gonna give him. Some that, that, I was just to say to see you see he didn't say Eric Bieniemy made it easy for him. He said Andy Reid. Well, because Andy <laughs> Reid everywhere he goes, he does that. Mm-hmm. So I, I got to give him his credit too. You know, he sure, everywhere sure. he goes, he does this. Philly, Kansas City, he he does this everywhere he goes. So the Jaguars have their first, second, third, two fourths, a fifth, and two sixths. Okay, that ain't, that ain't trade bad. for Patrick Queen. Give up that second. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you gotta be out your goddamn mind to give up a second. <laughs> <laughs> Our defensive player of the year. What do you mean? Yeah. yeah. Out your goddamn mind. Hey, hey, they, I know it's completely different, but Kenny Young did help the Ravens get MP. Just putting he that did. out there. He did. Just putting he did. that out there. He did. Okay. Yeah. I predict a little, little package, little package deal, you know, for some, for some Jalen Ramsey. Yeah, hey, trade, hey, trade, hey, PQ hey, and a, hey. trade PQ and get Jalen Ramsey. Hey, 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 I don't hey, think you, hey, you want Jalen Ramsey these days. Hey, hey, <laughs> to pair him with Marlo. Yeah. <laughs> I think, hey, I think, indeed, can't be. I don't know what we're gonna do with Mike, but I think that. Well, the other what Mike, we basically run two mics. What we gonna do anyway, Coach? He's gone either way. He's not, not this year. He gone. Maybe gone next year. He gone this year. Five draft bring- picks. If you bring Jalen on, you might as well. You could bring Ray back to play, Mike. It don't matter. <laughs> um, picks. So we'll start with the, the NFC game. The 49ers and the Eagles. Chris, who you got? Uh, Eagles. I think the Eagles going to stomp them. Um, shout out to the 49ers fans. One of my best friends is a 49ers fan. But I feel like the, the Eagles are the most complete team on both sides of the ball. You know, they have – you know, a really good defense, really high-level offense who can run it on you, who can throw it, protect their, their quarterback. You know, Jalen Hurts, we know he's a mobile guy. I just feel like it's it's going to be too much for the for the, um, for the the Niners. Mike? Yeah, I feel the same way. I, I think uh, I think that Philly defense, is, is it'll be a little bit too much for Mr. Mr. Purdy. Um, and I think it's just, look, they are Philly is built very, very well. They're constructed well. You know, they play solid defense and uh, just just like the Cowboys, but the only thing on the other side is they can score points. When they when they stop you and they hold them to three or whatever, they can come back and score points. So I think it is gonna be a little too much. I agree with Chris. Hendo. I'm gonna go with uh Philadelphia. I think the Eagles, like he said, are just the most complete team in the NFL. Both lines, offensive and defensive, they have talent across the board. Um, they led the league in rushing. I think people forget that. They led the league in rushing, and they have A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith, Dallas Goddard, Quez Watkins, uh, Sanders. Southern Miss to the top, baby. 
Sanders. Like they offensively, they can put up points and they also can stop people. You know, I really like Darius Slay as a corner. Like I think he's one of the slept on corners in the league. And for, for San Francisco, it seems Brock Purdy sometimes in the playoffs, he starts off a little slow. It's like the moment gets to him a little bit like I'm here. And this is the NFC Championship, so if they start off slow, I think Philly may just take the lead and never let the, never relinquish it. B. B. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, I was just throwing off. I thought you were going to say that. Uh, no, I told I told that that the Eagles looked to me like they they looked at Baltimore and said, "Man, what if we built a team like that but with good players?" And <laughs> that's how they they're doing it, and they are they're rolling right now. So I'm I'm taking Philly over San Francisco. Uh, but my heart is picking picking C-Mac and the 49ers. So which one you pick? He picking San Francisco. I'm picking, my three, picking Philly. Oh, okay. I, mean, I, pick, I pick with I'm my brain. I'm okay. saying my heart. Oh, I want, I He's want rooting Christian for the Niners. Oh, you're yeah. rooting for Christian McCaffrey. You're not rooting for the yeah. Niners. No, 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 no. Yeah, I got the Eagles. I had nothing more to add. Uh, yeah, I got I got the Eagles. I got the 49ers. Yeah. Okay. Lone, just, lone no, just call it a good – just call it a good. It ain't – there's no real – Reasoning behind it, I just, I just think they're gonna win. I, did you, did you pick no. the Bengals? Did you pick the Bengals to win against the yep, Bills last week? Mm-hmm. I did. Okay, you, I did. I, I mean, I didn't verbally say it to anybody because I ain't go on on stream now, but I thought they would win. Uh, because I, I like, I, but I did say this about that. I don't think I said I did say this on Twitter. Nobody's going to hold them to two hundred yards passing the rest of the season. Now I said that somebody may outscore them. But nobody's gonna hold them down. The, and I'm talking about the Bengals. Hold mm-hmm. them down the rest of the postseason. And like I said, they might get outscored with the Chiefs, or, or if they go on to play one of these other teams, maybe. But they are gonna get 200 plus yards and have multiple touchdowns. We was the only team that could have held them down, but coach. it was a fifth. Coach, it was a fifth. Mm-hmm. Right. Don't do coach, don't do that. Game. Don't do that. Game. No, no, don't, don't do that because they had. Listen, I'm gonna put this out there. They had a week to prepare for not having all of that offensive line there. They had to go mid game. Don't don't do that, coach. You know, yeah, I know you be trying. I got the Bengals. I got the Bengals. <laughs> I got the Bengals. B, who you got? <laughs> I'm taking. Uh, I'm taking Pat Mahomes and the Chiefs, uh, like you said, to outscore Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. What? What? It, but the kick, the the sleeper in the room, the elephant in the room, that uh-huh. that ankle. You factor that in too. No, I mean he's he he doesn't need to be mobile. He doesn't need to run around. He's the best quarterback in the league from the pocket. He threw the most touchdowns in the league from the pocket. Uh, and and to to Chris's point, you know they haven't been much of a run team, you know mm-hmm. for you know th- during this run. But now they've got Isaiah Pacheco who can Ooh. who can move the ball on the ground. Mm-hmm. So I, I think they they get it done this week. Jose, yeah, I got uh, Mahomes slash Henny. Uh, winning it. <laughs> I think I think you'll see. I see. I think you'll see a little bit of, of Chad Henney, so they don't they don't roll uh, Mahomes out there too much. I think they're confident in both. It, 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 look, they, obviously Mahomes is the guy, but I think they they they're comfortable enough with Chad Henney to come in the Spurs to run uh, certain plays um, and and move the move the ball. And I think they're confident they can win this game without using Mahomes the whole game and and have him sit for two weeks and and heal up that ankle for the Super Bowl. Um look, the Bengals the, the look, I, I can't I can't look at this game against the Bills and say, oh man, uh they're scary. They both looked terrible the week before. The Bills looked awful against uh against Miami. They almost they, they should have lost that game. Obviously, you know, 
being a Baltimore fan, we can look at it and say, hey, they should have lost to us. But neither one of those teams look good. So, okay, they, they beat the Bills. The Bills didn't look great again. I mean, I, I, I don't take much from that. Um, them going on the road to Kansas City again. Um, look, they did it last year. So, it's, it obviously, it's not out of, out of the realm of possibility. But I'm going to go with the Chiefs to get it done this time. One thing I just thought about, they've won three in a row, too. I was about to say that. Go ahead. Yeah. No, I'm sorry. My bad. I mean, take no, your time to go. go ahead. Good, Your coach. turn anyway. You good, Coach. Um, like you said, they've won three in a row. And I was told by a certain quarterback that my Super Bowl window is while I'm here playing. Hmm. And, I believe, and I believe him. And I believe him. He's 3-0 three, he's three versus Patrick Mahomes, the only quarterback in the NFL that's undefeated against him. But the thing that gets me is – in those three games against the Chiefs, the Chiefs went out with big leads, and the second half collapses. Mm-hmm. Like, in the second half of those games, Patrick Mahomes struggled to throw the ball. They struggled to score. They struggled all the way around. And with Patrick Mahomes being limited with that ankle, I think mm-hmm. it's going to make it even worse. I was going to predict the Bengals to win before he got injured. Mm-hmm. So even now more so, I think the Bengals going to their second straight Super Bowl, and they're going to put a lot of pressure on this organization to say, why couldn't we have done that with Lamar on his rookie contract? Right. Mm. Mike? I want I want Mahomes to win, but yes. that ankle, I I am not I'm not trusting it. I don't know unless he's Superman or unless they're gonna shoot him with some crack. <laughs> I don't know how he's going to play on a, a high ankle sprain. I know I've seen high ankle sprains take out players for weeks, right? Mm-hmm. So, um. The way he looked in finishing that game, I just, I just can't, I just can't see it. If he pulls this off, then he, he, he's in line. He's, he's the goat. He's in line to be the goat if he pull it off. I don't think he can. I'm going with the Bengals. I think the Bengals are too tough without a Mahomes that are, that is 100. So I think, I think the Bengals going to get it, man. They, they get after him. I think they'll. Uh, We'll see a lot of pressure, which could be the gift and the curse for them. But I think we'll see a lot of pressure early to make Mahomes move, and um, I think it could spell spell trouble for the Chiefs. It, to your point, Mike Ted Hendrickson gave Ronnie Stanley fits. Sure did. What do you Big think time. he's going? What do you think he's going to do to Orlando Brown Jr.? Sure. The yeah, I mean, of- uh, Orlando Brown ain't coming off a a, a career threatening injury, <laughs> but he's been looking horrible. Who? He's like, Orlando Brown? Yes. Yeah. He been. He been. Yeah. He ain't been playing. Henderson gonna eat him alive, boss. What's Chris Jones gonna do to their their O line? Right. And Frank Clark. Oh, they gonna. But but, but Joe can Joe can move a little bit. They're gonna destroy them. They're gonna have constant pressure now. They. I, I agree. They're gonna have constant pressure. Yeah. And and I just want to say, and I, I'm sorry, Chris. No, you you go ahead, man. I'm sorry. No, no, go ahead, man. Go roll on, roll on. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to say, like. Oh, y'all talking about Pat's ankle. Like, the last time you saw Chad Henney fail was before he put on a Kansas City. <laughs> <laughs> so, so it don't matter. I see some Henny magic. Hey, hey, I tell you what. No, I ain't gonna say that because I'm gonna set myself up to fail. I was gonna say <laughs> if Henny if Henny win that game, I'll come on stream and drink some Henny. But I do it. Set yourself up. Nope, can't do it. You can't. No, you can't. Like, you can't. Me. You can't drink penny water. Nope. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> they got this notion back home. It says gin make you sin, and hen is right there with gin. 
Yeah. <laughs> Chris? Um, I, I'm it pains me to say it, but I, I might have to go with the Bengals because I just I look at their roster and it's just it's more complete roster. Um the Chiefs defense, you know, as far as the secondary is concerned, it's just it's not it. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and I, I find it very difficult to believe that the Chiefs defense will be able to hold, you know, all of the weapons that they have down. And uh, you know, but you know, it's now I say that, but this is Patrick Mahomes. Mm-hmm. So I will not be surprised if the Chiefs end up pulling this out because that dude, he's on his way to being the best. Like he's he's off to the best start of any ever. quarterback ever. So I, I'm definitely not putting anything past Patrick Mahomes. But um, if I had to pick one, I would I would probably lean towards the Bengals just because they, they're just more complete on both sides of the ball. Next, somebody. The key thing is the the backups for Cincinnati up front, mm-hmm. and then Mahomes' ankle. Them the key matchups, right? Even though they ain't going against each other, but them the key things to look out for. And Eli Apple. Yes, mm-hmm. but but the Bengals have a three headed monster over there, and Hayden Hurst ain't playing bad either right now. True, true. Yeah. So it's, it's gonna be tough. It's gonna be fun to watch. It's gonna be fun to yeah. watch. And I, I, I don't think either game is going to be a blowout. I think both games are going to be different. I think the Eagles and 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 Forty Nine game will be like a defensive clash. I'm until like a splash play in the second half somewhere starts to separate one or the other. But and I think that AFC game could be 35, 40 points from each team. Could be. So we'll see. That's um, that's what January twenty third. 2023 Ravens roundtable. We covered the uh, offensive coaches that they've interviewed so far. Talking about interviewing, we gave our postseason awards. We talked about the divisional round of the playoffs, and now we're going to give our parting shots for the 237 people in here. Please hit that like button. Uh, there is a pinned tweet there first before we get to that part. That's uh, OTR's Mike video today about uh, Ed Reed and what he has going on with Bethune Cookman. Fire. Myself, D-Mac, and Mike. Can you just talk about that for a minute, Mike? That, that episode. Yeah, Don't give so, it away. Just talk about it for a <laughs> So, uh, yeah, it's it's it's. Uh, I had I had special superstars on the episode with me. Uh, you gotta check it out, man. It, it's it's some dope content, man. We went into, uh, you know, Eddie. In his situation that he's going on, that that happened down in Bethune Cookman, man. Um, and to be honest with you, we jumped on it last week, right? So there's going to be, uh, hopefully, fingers crossed, a part two to that. But listen, Coach Evans, uh, my man D Mac, aka Denarian McCants, former and only Washington Redskin player I ever cheered for, rooted for, um, and former Raven. And, and former Raven, <laughs> and former Eagle for for a spell. Um, you know he he came on both uh, HBCU alum, and they dropped some jewels on you guys. I'm not gonna give too much of that, but y'all need to go check it out. Mm-hmm. It is very very dope, um, and I'm glad I asked those two to come on, and they came on at short notice at that. So check that out, man. I'm, I promise you, you'll you will enjoy it. And I'm giving you what I promised that I'll do on my platform, and that's give another side of these gentlemen 
that you're not usually getting on this table right here. So I'm getting everybody. I'm getting everybody. Trust me. What platform is that? That's the Ravens Roundtable sitting here. We on Sip to Tally Films. No, your platform. Right. Oh, well, well that's where we at now. <laughs> no, he's asking. I was going to segue about the video. Oh, my video. Oh, okay. Well, look, where, where can they find it? You can yeah. find it. Y'all know me by now, man. I, <laughs> I am, be some new people up in there. See, like, Randall that just donated. He said, thanks for the insight and talking about the games. Have a good night. Whoever wins, hope they enjoy the watch. Randall don't know where to find your stuff at. So that's, that's a perfect segue. Appreciate right, you, Randall. Randall. We appreciate you, but hold on one second. Let me check. Let me tell you one thing. Look, I need you to do me a favor. Anybody who has not done this already, go over to Open Mic with yours truly. That's OTR Mike. That is the show where the mic is open for any discussion, no matter what it is, who it is, or where it is. I promise you I deliver that. And if I have not, I will eventually, right? I'm getting there as a solo podcaster, but a lot of y'all here already show me love. Brandon, AJ E. A lot of y'all in here, uh, y'all big reds, y'all show me love already. But anybody else in here who has not gone over there, go over there, give your boy a like and subscribe for me. That's Appreciate open you. mic, M I K E. Yeah, open mic with OTR Mike. Gotcha, Brent. Brent too. Brent show love too. I appreciate you. Uh, Hendo. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me once again. Um, if you want, you can find me on YouTube at Ravens Online on Gatekeepers. I do a live stream every Thursday and Sunday. Don't know what I'm going to do for the off season, but <laughs> we'll figure something else out. Um, you can also find me on Instagram and Twitter at our gatekeepers. You can find me on the audio side, wherever you find your audio podcast, Apple, Spotify, Google, you know, I just be around. <laughs> Chris. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at uh, Chris just joking. And uh, you could also find me on a deep cover pod. Uh, we dropped an episode last week, so check that out. And uh, we'll be dropping some, you know, as the off season goes on and more news comes out. So be on the lookout for that. Jose and B. All right. We are the Lunch Break Hot Take. We do a live stream every Wednesday night at 7.15 p.m. Eastern time. Also, uh, me, B, and Mr. OTR Mike have a boxing channel. So if you're into boxing, check out Ring Kings Podcast. And you can find us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok at LBHT Show. And all those same places, uh, minus Facebook for Ring Kings at Ring Kings Pod. All right. For myself, I just tagged everybody in the description. I tagged um, uh, Ravens Online Gatekeepers, Online Ungatekeepers, Open Mic with, with OTR Mic, Deep Cover Podcast, LBHT Show, Ring Kings Podcast, and more Sip the more Sip the Tally is my second channel. Uh, Randall, I don't know if you know, but that's that content over there is for everybody. I'm for the streets over there. All 31 <laughs> teams can, can get at me on More Sip the Tally. Over here, I'm exclusive. Right. But, but on that channel, I'm for the streets. So I, I pass my number out over there. I go to the bar. I don't pay for drinks over there. <laughs> <laughs> but I appreciate everybody for coming through. You can find me um, on Twitter at Coach Evans 9 on TikTok and IG. At um tip to tell the films. I'm not mistaken, all these don't all y'all have a TikTok too? Yes, yes, yeah. yes. So yeah. we all on TikTok too, and you know, trying Somewhere. to put that good content out. And we'll be back Monday, man. And the only guaranteed topic we'll talk about Monday is the upcoming Super Bowl. But we'll have probably have other stuff to talk about with the OC search and, and, and sure. other things. So 
mm-hmm. appreciate it. At one point, we were like like two thirty, maybe two thirty five, something like that. I appreciate you guys for coming through. Uh, hit that like button. Uh, hit the bell so you can be notified when we drop this content. And um, subscribe to everybody that's in the, the in the description, man. Just click the link, subscribe. Go back to the next one. Click the link, subscribe. We appreciate it, man. We appreciate it. We work hard for you guys, and thank you guys for showing up every week. So with that being said, you could be anywhere in the world, but you chose to be here with us for an hour and 39 minutes. Appreciate y'all, man, and we out. <laughs>